0: Welcome to Two Open Doors, the podcast that explores our power to open or close the doors of relationship with the important people in our lives. We hope you'll learn from and share your wisdom with our community. Thanks for joining us. think about intimacy, we're really likely to focus on the many functions that emotional closeness plays in our lives, its role as a path to greater self-knowledge and knowledge of our partners, its function as a verbal and emotional communication channel, its sensitivity to and reinforcement of the deep trust and respect that are the foundation of any relationship, and other core life functions. All of this is weighty stuff. The serious side of intimacy gives us needed orientation in how we interact with the dear people in our lives. There is another side of intimacy that is no less important or life-affirming, that is, the role of intimacy as a vehicle for adult play. In a sense, the serious side of intimacy tells us how to nurture meaningful deep human relationships. The playful side of intimacy describes why intimacy should be important to us, what good things it brings into our lives, and how a capacity for intimacy makes us better people. We'll focus on these themes in this post. Like our fellow mammals and many other advanced organisms, we humans have an innate sense of playfulness. In fact, the pioneering explorer of the biological foundations of emotion, Jak Panksepp, cites play. As one of the only seven primal emotions shared by all mammals, along with seeking or exploration, rage, fear, lust, care or nurturing, and panic. Playfulness is thus a manifestation of a primitive, evolutionarily developed brain system. It's a fundamental part of who we are as humans. Play serves as a motivator for social engagement, and it also provides an arena in which we learn how to interact with others in an appropriate manner. In doing that, play also lays the foundations for overall social functioning. Since we humans are an intensely social species, play thus fills a central role in defining our human behavior. Play is a positive emotion in that it promotes feelings of well-being and personal satisfaction. It has been discovered that rats exhibit vocalization behaviors that reflect positive affect, that is, being in a good or happy rat mood. It has also been found that such positive affective state is correlated with heightened dopamine activity. As you'll recall, dopamine is a hormone that reflects a rewarding of behaviors and conditions that are deemed beneficial to an organism. It's sometimes referred to as the feel-good hormone. We humans aren't rats, of course, but we have enough in common with them that it's worth entertaining the possibility, or probability, that play is also key to human contentment. Play serves a number of purposes within a relationship. It helps set the tone and environment for the relationship. It deepens the mutual understanding that connects the partners in a relationship. And it cements and stabilizes the relationship throughout its lifespan. Let's consider each of these. In order for us to feel playful, we need to first feel safe and accepted. Those emotions allow us to shift from a defensive, worry-dominated state of being to one in which we are open to new experiences. As we've discussed in prior posts, safety and acceptance are the bedrock of any deep relationship. They are what makes two partners able to open to one another in order to share. An intimate relationship is very sensitive to the presence or absence of these feelings, since the sharing that occurs in an intimate exchange entails a high level of risk and vulnerability. In an intimate relationship, each of the partners feels deeply known and accepted. This enables both partners to be who they are, genuinely and without pretense. Once one is truly seen and accepted, it becomes possible to ask for what one truly wants from a partner. Sharing wants and desires becomes an opportunity to enlist a partner in our pursuit of things that can bring us joy, and we can fill the same role for our partner. This dynamic of mutual support helps deepen the relationship, making it more intimate. Play also helps manage and reduce the level of stress in an intimate relationship. Play is fun. It's something that we look forward to. Even when stresses occur in a relationship, taking a playful attitude toward the problem can make it seem more manageable and less intimidating. That's especially true when the partners can both lighten up and feel the strength of operating as a team that's united in addressing the problem. Standing back-to-back with one's intimate partner can do much to reduce one's cortisol levels in dealing with life's challenges. Play is an avenue for exploration. In playing together, two people can come to know each other better. Play allows desires and dreams to be expressed. how two partners each react to fun experiences also says a lot about what each partner enjoys and prioritizes. As a result of playing together, partners can come to know both themselves and each other better. That deepens an intimate relationship. Play can be especially important and challenging in the arena of sensuality and sexuality. Because of the social programming that we all receive as we grow up, it can be very difficult for us to consciously accept our sensual and sexual desires, much less to accept acting on those desires. Within the safe confines of an intimate relationship, it can be easier for us to embrace and express our physical side. That can still often be challenging for us, but certainly less so than in the uncaring world at large. If we can share a sensual or sexual wish with a partner and then find support to explore that wish, we are given the gift of an opportunity to come to know ourselves better. A supportive and experimental partner can give us the freedom to explore in directions that we might otherwise feel a need to consciously suppress or subconsciously repress. A supportive play partner can give us freedom. In sharing who we are in play with an intimate partner, we give that partner deep insight into who we truly are. What moves us, what we enjoy, what our dreams are, and what our fears or concerns are. That insight deepens relationship intimacy. Play can be sweet medicine for a relationship, perhaps countering the bitter medicine that can come from relationship challenges. Play creates shared memories. It's in the nature of human memory that what we remember includes a record of whatever feelings accompany an experience. That's especially true of experiences that engender strong emotions. In an intimate relationship, we can experience some very strong feelings. Longing, soul-level satisfaction and radiant bliss, or sometimes bitter disappointment, rejection, and deep loss. That means that our intimate experiences are often indelibly recorded in our memories. Those experiences can help define who we are. Returning to our theme of play, I can certainly share that some of my own most incandescent memories have been created during playful interaction with an intimate partner, I can readily recall the lightheartedness that I've felt while playing with someone who I know truly loves, accepts, and invites connection with me. I'm also reminded of the soul-deep bliss and tranquility that I've felt in touching and being touched by a tender and attuned intimate partner. Such experiences are truly transcendent. They leave me immersed in an oceanic feeling of oneness with my partner. In play, I am able to let go of my worries and be fully present with my partner. That's a wonderful lightness of being. The memories that one builds in the course of playing with a partner can become connective tissue for one's intimate relationship. Those memories become treasured common ground between partners. Should the relationship encounter a challenge, as all relationships do from time to time, The shared memories of fun times can provide a strong positive entry in the ledger of relationship investments, perhaps offsetting the effects of mistakes or errors in judgment. That can make the relationship more resilient. To learn more about Two Open Doors and to engage with our community, I'd like to invite you to visit the Two Open Doors private Facebook group, the Two Open Doors meetup group, and the Two Open Doors website and blog at twoopendoors.com. I also invite you to contact me directly by writing to me at claude, C-L-A-U-D-E, at twoopendoors.com. I'd love to hear from you, and I'll use your inputs to guide my work on future blog posts and podcast episodes. Thanks for visiting 2 Open Doors.